1: Worker of yours. It's the Wednesday of the bye week for your Eagles. They're 5-4. and four. They're about a week and a half away from a huge matchup against the New England Patriots. I got the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, joining me. Good morning, Merrill. The big news of yesterday was Deshaun Jackson went on injured reserve, so that means his regular season is over. Maybe if the Eagles go on a run, maybe he can come back for the playoffs, but that is not even close to happening at this point. What was your reaction to the news yesterday?
0: Well, the the pictures that we saw were of uh, of, of Deshaun sitting up after his surgery and giving a thumbs up. So uh, they are saying that the surgery was a success uh, for the abdominal strain, but uh, the. But- fact is that he's pretty much out for the rest of the season. They did put him on injured reserve. I say the rest of the regular season. Who knows what happens, but it's got to be at least eight games. So that would take you somewhere in the playoffs. So you have to pretty much say you're without Deshaun Jackson the rest of the way. Uh, They did have, from all reports, Jordan Matthews, who's been on this team twice before. It was a a draft pick a number of years ago. They put Jordan Matthews. uh, He has been in town. According to reports, he has had a physical, but there's no word on whether or not they have signed him.
1: You know, Merrill, I, I think about Jordan Matthews and his situation here and there, and and it's and it's a unique one because he was a second round pick of the Eagles not too long ago in 2014. Which I get in the NFL, the the you know your lifespan in the NFL is really short. But 2014 is five seasons ago, and that was a second round pick, and. You know he he had some good years here how how all of a sudden did his n f l career just take a massive
0: decline well it's a it's a very very competitive league when you're looking at wide receivers. the first thing you often look at is speed and he is not a speed wide receiver and there are a lot of possession receivers around so the spots where slots open for them become very, very slim. Uh, Jordan Matthews is certainly a quality guy, and he's a guy who has made some clutch catches over the years. He scored a bunch of touchdowns. So um, I I would think that he could be a viable alternative, although the thing that this team loses more than anything else with Deshaun Jackson being out is the ability to stretch the field. You have Nelson Aguilar, and he's got to pick up a lot of that brunt, but the, uh, the big thing you're not... Not going to get with Jordan Matthews is a is a guy who is a burner downfield. He's another quality receiver. I will say that.
1: Well, in terms of the speed thing, Merrill, we've been saying you know Nelson Aguilar has got to step up and be that deep ball guy for weeks, but it just it it hasn't happened. And at this point, I, my feeling is is that with seven regular
0: season games to go, it's just. It's not
1: going to happen. So how do, how do you compensate for that?
0: Well, I, I'm not saying he, it's not going to happen. I think that you can scheme him into downfield opportunities. And I think that that's what Doug is going to be working on over this bye. Find ways to utilize him. And, of course, it's, it's up to him to track the ball out of the sky and go down and make the catches. But I think he may be emphasized in more downfield ways than he has been so far.
1: The other big news uh, yesterday, Merrill, was the Eagles waived safety Andrew Sandejo, who was in his first year with the Eagles. He wasn't a starting safety, but he did get a number of he did get a decent amount of time on the field. Uh, you you mentioned this more than once. In your broadcast, you mentioned it this past week and other people have mentioned it. Sendejo was a little bit reckless on the field. He had a bad penalty against the Bears. Uh, he obviously didn't do this on purpose, but with the way he played in the Packers game, he unfortunately collided into Avante Maddox and knocked Maddox out for weeks. What did you think of Sendejo as a player?
0: Well, exactly what you said. He was very, very aggressive and also to the point of being penalized for it. Uh, He was a guy who flew around the field. I mean, you want the guys to be aggressive, but he did take a penalty on Sunday that uh, certainly hurt the Eagles at the time. Fortunately, they overcame it. Now, the thing about Zendejo was that uh, the Eagles, by releasing him now, receive a fourth-round compensatory draft pick, and that was a decision that they had to make, and they opted for the draft pick. So, obviously, with, with
1: this case, The draft pick was a big factor of it, but in terms of a bigger picture situation with this team, Merrill, Sandejo is not the first guy who's gotten a lot of time to be released in the or in this case, waived in the middle of the season. Before it was Zach Brown, and it was also Akeem Spence. Well, I mean, what does that say about how Howie
0: Roseman is running this team? Well, it's it's just a matter of wanting to upgrade the best you possibly can and think of the future of the team. And I think you're making evaluations at this point during the bye, and as you go along, you're looking at who is contributing the most and what you can do in upgrading the team going forward. And I think it's strictly a Personnel evaluation, and it's one that I wouldn't question.
1: And Merrill, I got one more for you. With the Eagles five and four, as we were in the bye, bye week, you know when when I look back of the, the games so far, there are two games that stick out to me. Which you know when, when when they happen, you say like, oh well, you know the other team they they're on the field too, they perform as well. But now that I look back at it. There are
0: two Tournament. games, and I know what they are. Yes, I know what they are. The Falcons are. and the Lions game. Yes. Yep. The Falcons and the Lions games were both winnable games. Um, the Falcons game was the second game of the season, and uh, so they're one and one at that point. But then when they lost to the Lions, that really hurt because that was a game they had every right to win. But you can't look back right now. The fact is also that they went to Buffalo and they played a team that, at the time, was five and one on the road and horrible. Winning uh, weather conditions, and they won that game. Then they came back here and beat the Chicago Bears, and everybody raved about the Bears' defense. And the Eagles still got off to a nineteen nothing start. They had a struggle a little bit at the end, but they came up with an eight, win- uh, eight minute drive to seal that game. So, uh, looking at it realistically, some games they should have won and didn't, and some games they could have lost but they won. So right now they're five and four, and that's right in the mix right in the mix. They're playing uh, New England, as you said, in two weeks, but before that game occurs this weekend, Dallas has a very tough game at home on Sunday night against Minnesota, and the Vikings are coming off a loss, so if the Cowboys lose that game, you're right back tied with them again, and the next time they meet, the Cowboys will be in Week 16 here at Lincoln Financial Field. Still a lot
1: to play for and a lot of football to go, Merrill, even on the bye week. Absolutely. Yes,
0: even on the bye week, there's still
1: lots to talk about with this team. Thank you for the time as always. We'll chat tomorrow morning. See you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese.